Welcome to Counselor Find, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and current culture. We are your hosts, Shrek and Shopvac, also known as Terry and Zach. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Here we are back together in the same room and uh, none of that tinny echoey Zoom sounding sounds, I hope. Hi. <laughs> Zach. Um, You know what? Uh, you came back from a vacation. How was that? Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to not be in Ontario. Yeah, I bet. Or it Canada. Was. I bet it was. I bet it was. Or the winter. I'm heading to BC for a vacation. And that so is it's still like winter in Canada, but out of at the, least it's out of Ontario. Out of the frying pan into the fire? I hope not. No. I don't know what to expect out there. Where are you going? Vancouver. We're heading to the to Vancouver area. To do what? Area. Just nothing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. A lot of nothing. Yeah. I'm Say hello excited. to nothing while you're there. I will. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to see a, a friend out there and Are you going to like see, see any whales? I don't know. They have whales. They have, they have a lot of orcas. I've never yeah, been to Vancouver, the, so. Orcas, the killer whale pods. Mm. And you go out down by Victoria and between Victoria and Seattle on the uh, open water there. Hot take. They should keep those um, locked up in zoos more often. Yeah. They have some of them. <laughs> they have a big aquarium in Stanley Park. Oh, man. And when we were out there and lived They still there, have those things I don't in, know. in aquariums? I thought that was like not I don't allowed know if, anymore. Well, they didn't have an orca back then, but yeah. they had some like sea lions and Orcas seals and fish. We're getting off topic here. Totally off topic. I like zoos, but whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so today, what did you want to talk about? Well, there was one point I wanted to bring up. We had just finished a couple of series on the Enneagram. And one of the things we didn't uh, bring up that I was wanting to mention, there was, um, there's a, a series out by um, Sleeping At Last. So he's a singer-songwriter dude. I don't know what his real name is, but he goes by the name Sleeping At Last. And he did um, a podcast. He basically produced an album. Mm-hmm. With the Enneagram number, yeah. and the song titles are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. And he did a podcast um, that goes through uh, Sleeping at Last podcast. Ryan O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill. There's his name, Ryan. So Ryan went through the one and has a friend comes in who's a, like an Enneagram expert, and he explains the one, and then he wrote the song, and then he explains the lyrics behind it. And then all the musicians that are in the song are all Enneagram type ones, except for him. He's a nine. So he's the only one in the song, but he's the singer songwriter. So he's, it's going to be in every song, but the other musicians in, so all the twos in the two song are all twos and, and the three, the four, the five, the six, seven, eight, the nine. Interesting. It's really cool. So I've been listening through, I listened to ones. I really enjoyed one because I don't understand ones. Uh, they're really tough for me. So are twos and threes. Of course. Never mind. Um, but the one, I have a really good friend who's a one and I always struggle to understand her approach to our conversations. It always okay. seems so different for me. Like, why did you, why, why would you even think that way? Like just, but. Um, 
listening to the one song, listening to the one Enneagram type explained and what he's put into the song and how, uh, and then she listened to it and she's like, wow, this is, this is me. This is, this was amazing. This was so weird. This made me cry kind of thing. Like. Did the eight one make you cry? I haven't listened to it yet. What? So why wouldn't you go that one first? Because I'm working my way through. I started at one. Start at your own. I know I should, but I didn't. How long does it take to listen to a song? Well, it's the whole podcast where he explains it and stuff, like in the lyrics, and it's really oh, good. What am I looking at here, then? I don't know what you're looking at there. It might have the song. Do you have the songs? The um, album? Yeah, it's I songs. Know. Album. You know, it's there's just... a Sleeping At Last podcast. Oh, it's a his... podcast. There's a... He's done it as a podcast or a YouTube. You mean it's not just like an album of songs? He does. He has the album. Okay. So then he has a podcast oh, on see. YouTube where he goes through and he breaks down each song and he explains his lyrics and how he, what he wrote into it and the sounds that he's used and the, the musicians that are on it and what the one is and how the Enneagram functions and how the oh. one functions in the Enneagram. So if people were curious to listen to their song, they could go and listen to their song. That's all I was trying to get to. What made your friend cry? The song or the podcast? Just the word. The words in the song. Okay, the song. Okay. The song. Cool. Check out your song. Check out your song. Sleeping that... at last on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, all your favorite sure. yeah. streaming services. All this is non-sponsored by Sleeping Make sure at last. you subscribe below, hit the button, hit the bell, <laughs> ring the blue button. We've never done that. Sing, we should, sing a song. We should memorize those Le- things. Leave a comment on your favorite what? podcaster I'll ask the question thing. again. Okay. What did you want to talk about today? Oh, today. Well, there's a couple of things that are happening. Um, did you know that camp is 50 this year? That's cool. Like 50, 50 years old? Like 50 years old. It's our happy birthday this year. Our 50th birthday. Well, every year there's a happy birthday, but it's our 50th happy birthday? It's our 50th ha- happy birthday this like, year. Like, this is the 50th year of camp, or the well, camp's 50 years old? Well, it would be the 51st year of camp. Camp First, turns 50 this like, year? Camp turns 50. They started in 1972. Okay. So, this is our 50th birthday. That must be a pretty big deal to the people who run camp. Some of us are pretty excited. <laughs> Some of those in this room I'm are pretty excited really that it's 50. I'm really hoping the people who run camp come up with something really big this year. I hope so. For the 50th anniversary year. Oh, they have to really start thinking about this. They better step it up and, I hope. and bring out some oh. cool events. Most of the people are, I think, are excited about it. It's, there's two guys. They both have beards. I think they really need to step it up. Yeah. I think we need to <laughs> let them know. Okay. Well, so is there anything I'm we can expect? That. Or you just wanted to announce that? I just think it's fun to talk about. We, sure, you can expect Let's get the us. buzz going. We'll just, okay. Yeah. Some, get some buzz out there. Yeah. Tell people. Just Camp's like, 50. Just like let everyone know. Just let them know. Tell people. Hey, guess what? Camp's 50 this get year. Get the buzz going. Yeah. Uh, did simple you hear? That. They're fixing the kitchen at camp. Um, oh, that's actually fire. That, that is going to happen We're not just break. fixing the camp. That, that's putting it mildly the camp is being completely gutted and rebuilt not the whole camp no sorry the camp kitchen <laughs> burning the camp, the camp kitchen. down we're starting the with camp the grass kitchen near the amphitheater hush. and doing a clean the, burn all the way the up camp the camp kitchen <laughs> is being completely torn down <laughs> and remade um exactly the same way it was exactly the same way which is depressing but factual uh, kind of just so the way it is so if you, what are you are excited do? for that 
by hopefully April-ish, mid-end, somewhere in there, we'll have a brand new functioning kitchen. Yeah, and if you're able to come help us over March break. More importantly, be, uh, if you could come March break fire. to help with a demo, that'd be unreal. Not with fire, but yeah. Anyways. Or if you're a skilled laborer, you could also let us know your availability for the weeks that we need skilled laborers. Yeah. No, it's it's exciting. Like, there's a lot of good stuff happening. And, and uh, you and I are brainstorming some crazy ideas. Big time. Yeah. And maybe something will happen along that line. Maybe. It would be really fun. Especially the ideas we had earlier today. That would be really fun. <sighs> can't Anyways, even imagine. Can't, we can't say because no, there's probably secret. like a less than 1% chance it would even happen. Information but, is redacted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then finally, once again, the, what did you want to discuss today? So I wasn't sure. There was a couple of things um, kind of in my head. One is culture. Like what's happening around us is pretty nuts in Canada. Um, yeah. Not just the cold weather, but like... Um, a lot of snow. A lot of snow. That's what I was thinking. Uh, uh, and then yeah. that's what everyone's thinking. We're like, oh, you know, masks? Nope. Trucks? Nope. Big trucks, nope. Maybe cold snow, and uh, so that was kind of on my mind. I'm like, wow, how do you feel about this? And is it even worth talking, or is it just like let's just get on with life already? Right. Um, and then the other thing, uh, having some conversations with young, um, some people, and uh, about dating lately seems to be on people's minds. Mm. Single or married? Do I, you know, dating, and how do I find a a good person. I'm like, ah, oh, is that something we should be chatting about maybe in our conversation today? And then this whole 50th anniversary, we are just like, I'm going on vacation. We're going to need to take a break mm. here a little bit and, and get our ducks in a row and line up a few interviews with some people. And okay. I thought maybe we should chat about a little bit of all this or none of this or some of it. Like, I don't know a whole lot uh, about this um, truck thing, but it's, man, it's really fired people up, eh? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And so that's been a really interesting thing to just kind of stop and think about and how um, you're seeing things live, but we're not seeing it in our media and just how much uh, it's just so different. Right. And, and how everyone you talk to has an opinion yeah. and a different opinion. And for like, if you talk to a hundred people, you get a hundred different opinions. Right. And they're going to go from left to right to uh, everywhere and all over the place. And it's really amazing to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, and just thinking here at camp, like we, like some people have asked, like, what are you doing about it at camp? And what are you doing about this? And how's, how is camp dealing with all this stuff? And, and I guess the reality is, and I was chatting with a friend this morning about this, like we're at a point where we just have to kind of, this is our mandate. This is the law. And this is where we're stuck. And it's what it is. And at this point, the law isn't Im immoral. Um, it's not asking us to break God's law. It's not asking us to not love our neighbor. Right. It's not telling us we need to um, sacrifice our, ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and so think, we just kind of have to, to, to make do with what we have to do at the point we're at. Yeah. I think like kind of figured out a way last year to run camp where, um, no matter what your views were, you were welcome here and could feel like you could come to camp. So 
I don't feel like we've um, broken any moral laws or God's laws or anything like that. And we've kept the um, government's laws. And so that's yeah. just where we're at right now. Until the, some of those things can't all be met, then we may, we'll just keep going. But at that point, maybe we'll have to change things, I guess. But um, it doesn't seem like people... that's going to be an issue. I just people want to make a fight out yeah. of it when it doesn't need to be. Um, but I get it. Like, cause there has been moments where it, it's come to that or I, and I get it like with the truckers, like for them, it has come to that. And so, yeah, I, I get that. Like for us, it hasn't, and I guess we're lucky that way. Um, and I'm hoping it doesn't like if they decide to bring in some sort of vaccine rule for camp this summer, that's going to be really difficult. But as of right now, we're lucky enough not to have to worry about that. Yeah. And it, it makes you wonder too, like, I'm looking at this going like if this is just one area in our Canadian culture, yeah, where the government has stepped in and and kind of mandated things that that kind of go against our freedoms, our rights as Canadians. But then, as Christians, does that matter so much? Like it's kind of the wrestling I'm having because I can see the writing on the wall for Canadian charities, for Christian mm-hmm. charities in Canada. It's like, well, I don't know how much longer we're gonna have the freedom we have to share the gospel, to, um, to run camp the way we do. And, and, and that's been an interesting question that people have started asking me at church, right? right. Like, not just like, are you, are you seeing the truckers and what does that mean for camp? And what are these bills and laws mean for you and COVID? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Call me in June. I'll tell you in June what it means for camp because yeah. we can't answer that question at this point. There's so much that can change between February 1st and June 1st or July 1st. We saw it last summer. We mm-hmm. saw it last year, the year before, the year before. So, but it just is that long range thing. Like, wow, I can see things coming on a horizon way faster than I thought. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I don't think it's, it's COVID and vaccines that is going to be the real battleground for camp in the years to come. Right. I think it's, it's, Totally. It's going to be other things. I think it's going to yeah, be other things. I agree with that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it for cultural moment. I just thought, oh, it would be, we would, we need to speak to it and, but not really, there's not much to say. Not a lot it, to say. It doesn't really impact I am us. personally excited at the possibility of this pandemic stage being over. So, oh, yeah. that I, yeah, UK and Denmark have officially announced. No more vaccine mandates, no more mask mandates. COVID is now a symptom of the flu. So that's two countries, two major countries um, going in the direction that I hope to be in before summer. So we'll see. Yeah. And I think a number of like, um, I've talked to people that have been involved in different African countries and a lot mm. of, a number of African nations were like that right from the start. Yeah, almost. that's like, true. Yeah. They're like we can't afford to not yeah. run our economies. So well, in we'll our just take this. country and even in America, they love to pretend the whole world is in the same boat as us, but that's not necessarily true. Is it? It's not true. Yeah. Um, even in America, it's not true. Like I was in one of the most locked down States and it was way better than being here. Like, yeah, you had to wear a mask in a lot of places, but people weren't like, I don't know, um, aggressive about it. And the same with like some places to show vaccine, like whatever, like it was so, so much more relaxed and just didn't seem to exist outside of those two circumstances. 
Um, and I know other states I've been to have been <laughs> even more relaxed. You don't have to wear a mask anywhere, and yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel like it exists. So That's amazing. Yeah, not to say like that that's the right way, although it's my preferred way, but um, it's different. <laughs> it is different. <laughs> it's not what yeah. we're being told is happening, that's for sure. No, and this is where we live, and this is where we function, yeah. and this is what we have to work within, and we've, I think we're doing a decent job uh, as the mandates, as the rules, as the uh, guidelines come out from time, like month to month, then we just have to adjust and it's, it's the way it is. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to talk about that. We're, we're watching it happen around us and I think it's something we can have an opinion on, but we'll have a personal opinion. It's not really a position that camp needs to take. No. And so I thought I would just mention that and just that question. Everybody's asking, what about camp? What about camp? And I'm like, well, we'll take it as it comes. Um, yeah. What Anything else? else you're thinking? Nope. No. No. Uh, Not for that. No. Okay. Do we want to get into this idea about dating? Do you think Did it's? You? I don't know. I don't, it's been a long time since I dated. Um, oh well, what would you have to say about <clears throat> it? Oh. So I think. Just give some some sage advice. So here's here. the thing: like I have two teenage <laughs> daughters that are really talking about this and thinking about oh. it and wrestling through it, right? Okay. Um. Hopefully they don't listen to this. I don't know. They probably will. We've had this conversation, some conversations <laughs> about this. Um, Julia has like this great saying, like she's like, you got to find the four or five C's for dating. And that's, what's really important. What is or, that? Um, I feel like you should have wrote that down. Yeah, I didn't write that down, but it's like four qualities or something. Well, yeah. Like five things you should look for. He's, he, like she's talking to her daughters or to right. other girls. She's like, you know, you need to find someone that's chivalrous, that, that, that honors you, that cares for you, that, you know, is sure. maybe not romantic, but at least chivalrous, right? Like they, they yeah. pursue you like that way. Uh, someone that's Christian. Yeah. Right. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't compromise on that. Yeah. It's, it, it sets you up for problems. You got to find someone that's cute. That you like to look of. You got to like. To look at this person, you're going to yeah. spend the rest of your life staring at them. Yeah. And then they're going to get old, and so are you. Yeah, it's not going to get better. It doesn't get better, no. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for a season, but, but not long term. And then, um, so there's that, and then what was chemistry? Right. So it's not just that they're cute, but there has to be a chemistry. Um, you have to be able, like, there's got to be a zing, you know? Like, you got to... Um, yeah, you got to make chemistry there. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know what the last one is. That's okay. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Sense um, of humor, which doesn't fit. Here's the, um, I, the line that I have <clears throat> kind of, uh, hang on, let me reword that. I would say the one piece of advice I would have <laughs> okay. is, be, are you the person you're looking for is looking for? I always like that oh, line. Oh yeah, that's so. I've heard so that. I, one. That's like my like number one go to advice for people. Are you the person you're looking for? Is looking for. So basically, like, you're looking for X Y Z or the four C's or five C's or whatever. You have qualities and traits and things you're looking for in somebody. Sure. But are you those things already? Like, are you are you ready to date? Are you ready? Um, are you the things that someone else is going to be looking for? So. 
ready to commit um, to that relationship. Yeah, like because I, you're ready for that. I just often hear, especially in um, Christian culture, someone who like people are looking for someone who's at a certain maturity level spiritually, yeah, or yeah, you know, yeah. different things like that, and and they're often not even there themselves, and so right. it's kind of like that's unfair to. Not that that's an unfair expectation, but like you don't need to be looking yet because you're not there. So uh, I think it's good to have ex- like not expectations, but have standards and have like sure. set your bar. Sure, that's fine, but you gotta make sure that you meet them too. I don't think there's one person for any like any one person. We each have a soulmate, Terry. That one is, person out of billions. That is Disney BS, us. right? Like that is like yeah. just awful. Obviously. Like I'm gonna lay in a casket and some Prince Charming's gonna kiss me. Right. Possibly in our culture today, but I'm saying like, that's not the way it's working. That just doesn't happen. Not in real life. No, not in real life. And you know, like it's, it's silly to think that's going to happen. Right. This person, you're going to spend the, you're going to spend the next 45 years of your life with this person. Yeah. 50 years of your life with this person. You so, need someone you can actually spend time with more than the, someone that's going to like, yeah, wow you walking down the hall. Like, here's something I didn't think I was going to ask you, but I'm going to. So, okay. <laughs> what do you think the Bible says about dating? Like, should we just like date as many people as we can to like see what we like and don't like? Not um, a whole lot, right? Like, what, well, what, what should Christians do with dating? Like, Start as young as you can and get as many in so you know what's going on. Or That's such a um, tough thing to do to your heart. Right. Like, why would you do that to your heart? Yeah. You know, like, have friends. Have a ton of friends. Mm. Right? Have a, have a circle of friends that you hang out with. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But, oh my goodness, if you date and then date and then date and then date, like, you leave a piece of yourself with them. Every time. And you, to be you clear, keep... you weren't vouching for dating multiple people at once when you said have no. a group of friends. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you were just meaning. Good go. luck with that. You don't need... I hope that goes well for you. You don't need to go, quote <laughs> unquote, you imagine? steady with people. That's the term used to be. Like, you don't need to be exclusive with someone. Oh, that's a bad way to put it, too. You don't need to, like, like enter this I... boyfriend-girlfriend relationship but... with somebody to get to know them. Right. You don't have to do that. Right. You can, but there comes a point where you need to define what's going on. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm in with you. Are you in with me? Sure. Right. Like, let's, but let's I also be a little more intentional that, and steady like, about this. But I also That's think that fine. declaring that, like, does bring implications of what is going to happen in that relationship. And unfortunately, sure in today's society, those implications have gotten more and more... Um, liberal, I guess I would say, or more and more loose, <laughs> um, more and more un- non-biblical. Like, I, I, I don't would say, know. I what would was say standard... people know each other in a biblical, quote-unquote, biblical way before they even commit to being in a relationship. Let's say we decide to define the relationship. Okay. So, you know, you get two people who they decide that they're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. What do you think, because the Bible doesn't really say much, no, it doesn't. Is, Most of those marriages um, were arranged. Is part of that relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend, especially in the high school age or college age, what, it, what should be or shouldn't be part of that relationship? And like, people want to know, like, to be blunt, people want to know where the line is physically and emotionally and whatever. Yeah. And I guess that's like, at the end of the day, that's our, um, 
Yeah. And the wanting, so... to know, wanting to know where the line is, is really just like part of our human desire to want to push the line and go as far as we can, which is, yeah. so asking where the line is a stupid question to start with anyway, but anyway, this is what I'm just getting at is because what question... should be part of that relationship? Because I think what, I, I, what I'm saying is like, I think that like today, the like default of like, oh, that means like these things are going to happen now. Like, oh, we're going to. Like, it's not just like, oh, we're going to hold hands and like hang out more. It's like, oh, we're going to do more than hold hands. Like, we're going to like lay on the couch together or we're going to like touching all the time at school or making out or kissing or what. I don't know. Like, maybe there's, and there's probably more than that now. It's like the default like assumption of what is part of that relationship. And I guess, yeah, how are we supposed to know if the Bible doesn't say at all what's supposed to be part of that relationship? So I think before you escalate the physical nature of your relationship, you really have to escalate the emotional level right. of your relationship, right? Because you have to have that conversation. So as you long as you to... keep escalating the emotional nature, can you keep escalating the physical? No, I think your time horizon is a huge part of that too, right? Right. Like, why would you play with fire in grade 11? Like, in grade yeah. 11, and you're like, okay, well, I want to get, I want to go to university. So I get two years of high school, five years of university, a gap year and four years of university. So we got seven years and are we going to get married in, in university or right after high school? So if you got a seven year time horizon, what's your hurry? Well, but yeah, I guess this is where we like, run into the issue in my mind. Is what's that your hurry to be exclusively dating? Our one person? natural physical desires and our societal time horizon, as you put it, do not match whatsoever. No, because like, our hormones are on fire. <laughs> our hormones hit way sooner than what yeah. our societal time biologically line allows us to. Something is changing. So yeah. that's a big problem, I think. Like, and it will continue to be, and it's just going to get worse because um, more and more things will become acceptable or normal at a younger age, and we're only getting further from uh, marriage at a young age being normal, like. The average age has got to be like over 30 at this point. And that's not necessarily like true cities, around here, but right. like. But that's an urban number. Still, even if you wait till you're in university, you're still talking mid 20s, right? Or early 20s. Early 20s, 22, like, 23, 24. That's yeah. still like if you find someone in high school, which isn't crazy. But that's really tough in a rural community where everyone's married by 20, 21. Yeah. But like. Right, suddenly 23 feels old. But finding someone when you're 19. Yeah. And not getting married to your 23. It's like, a long that's time. That's still a long time to like not push boundaries, right? So slow down. But if you slow down, are you going to miss the person? Soulmate, find someone else. I think you'll be <laughs> all right. Like, that's I the know, thing. I'm I don't just... think there's just one person. You're going to make friendships along the years. And over the years, you're going to find different people that you connect to. Yeah. It's how affairs happen is because suddenly you meet someone who's like a new personality and it's different and it's like, oh, we, I don't have this connection currently with X person and, and we're working together or we're, you know, we're taking our kids to swimming lessons or I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Life, like life happens suddenly and you're like, you find yourself in a situation where you're like, oh, well, I'm human. I have feelings. Sure. That's going to happen. And mm -hmm. you may connect and there may be that, that chemistry that you feel, but that's not where you're connected. That's not where you're committed to. You committed somewhere else. Like, and you've got to guard and protect that relationship. You better take time to figure out how that's going to work and what that looks like. And 
and and part of your relationship is dating even after you're married because you're trying to protect what you've committed to and connected to and so i think this you, is where you're one of those guys eh like oh we're still dating i i will be <laughs> honest with you has bugged me. i suck at it yeah like i'm not one of those guys because i like but i love getting away with just julia yeah that's called that's being a, married yeah it's amazing <laughs> and it's just like it needs to happen and it's not about dating but it's like we need those moments where we're hey i guess we're on a date Right. We used to call them car dates. We put the kids in the back seat, turn on their music, and then we could just talk for right. 45 minutes while we drove somewhere. It was amazing because we were reconnecting. We were sharing things. We were sharing struggles and, and mo like just life. And I think that's so important to really keep that connection going. Like if you learn how to communicate early in your relationship, and I think that that whole relationship part about it and building into that relationship is really important that you have a partner, right? I, I see so many people that, that choose somebody because they're attracted to them, but it's really a project. You're not equally yoked. Right. You're, they're not a Christian or... Trying to redeem them. They're going to try and redeem them. That's, like they're good people. If I just put more time and effort into this and you spend time with them because they're fun and they're friends and they are good people. Right. But... You can't make a project your dating relationship. Yeah. It's going, you're not going to be equally yoked. You're going to get five years into a committed marriage and they're going to check out. And if you so even get that far. If you even get that far. Yeah. And your heart's broken. Yeah. And, and you're pulling uphill all by yourself. And you're like, oh, and you still love that person and you're, you're fighting for it. So like, if you can save yourself that heartache when you're dating before you ever get to that committed part, it makes such a difference. And I think that's the point of dating is like to get to know people and, and do these things, but, but to be really cautious about where you invest your heart. Okay. Well, um, we probably should move on. Okay. Um, but we could definitely talk about dating more if people have more questions or want to hear more of our hilariously, probably <laughs> weird views. Offside. Or just outdated, I don't know, whatever. What? Don't pretend that we know the most about dating. It's just our opinion. Date. So defining dating is what it is. Okay, that's true. So, um, yeah, we'll leave it at that for now. Okay, thanks. I think the very was beginning fun. was good. Oh. Our two pieces of stage advice for dating. I don't know. Take it's it from not us even if mine. you want, or leave it. Julia's, and well, I, that's probably I for the best it. then. What else you got for today? Oh, that's it. No. Well, like you as just a discussion like mentioned topic, it as a one-liner, but I was supposed to well, be at the end. As a as a discussion topic, I think I'm done. But I think what we're gonna say is we're gonna take a break for a couple of weeks. Right. There's gonna be a, a break in the podcast here for the month of February. We're gonna take some time, and um, we wanted to share with you. Like, don't look for it next week. It it might not be there you might get a bonus episode somehow but i don't know how um, i don't know i'm just rambling <laughs> you just here. think i might get bored and record something on my own it would be really fun wouldn't it no. like you sit down with somebody and have a 
one-off interview we'll or see something. you know what keep an eye out you never know what'll happen but probably don't expect anything a best of these are all terry's outtakes from the last i considered that oh my goodness it would but be... it would have been so much effort and to offside take them all, and i just thought it'd be better if i deleted them so they're yeah. all gone oh thank you yeah i appreciate that <laughs> but that was for the best um yeah we're gonna take a break if and we really want to come back and we're going to take some time to do some interviews and some conversations with people. Um, we want some topics from you as the listeners. Where do you want us to dig into? Uh, we enjoyed going into the Enneagram. We enjoyed talking about Advent before Christmas. Uh, things that some of you have responded on and said, thanks, like appreciate your admitting that you don't know what you're talking about. And we appreciate that. We really like your feedback. It well, helps do. us to know when something was good or not. <laughs> yeah, we'd love if you have a topic that you're going through or something. And, and this, yeah, we want to dig into it with you. We're thinking about doing, we're definitely going to do one. We might do multiple, um, I guess, kind of like a series of like more of a story format. So that's, that's one thing we're going to take some time and develop here in February. Um, because so we're 50. Let us know, because camp's 50. So we're going to try and Not develop me. a little story that we can put on the podcast for that. Um, yeah, so let us know if you think that might be an interesting style and you want more of that. Or if you like interviews and you want to hear more guests, come on and um, do what kind of profile people we can get in here. So I don't know, probably nothing crazy, but yeah, let us know. Yeah, Good and the it. bad, the ugly. Been fun. We really like doing this. Uh, we want to just make sure that we're staying relevant to your conversation, your life. Yes. And we're not just here. Recording our babbles. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah. We want to be <laughs> relevant to you and where you're at. And uh, we really enjoy all right. the community and all the feedback. So I think that's what we wanted to say. We're taking a break and we'll see you, see you in March. Alrighty. Bye. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.